Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. And so the mom was saying that with baby led weaning, one of the most important things was all of the babies could eat at the same time and they could feed themselves. And this is huge because she had triplets and it was keeping all of them on the same schedule. And I know some of you are like a slave to the schedule if you just have one baby, but I know personally when I had one baby, I didn't have a schedule, but when I had quadruplets and then twins, the schedule becomes everything. And so being able to get on a quick feeding schedule with the baby led approach is so beneficial for the parents of multiples. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. When I looked at my calendar and saw that we had an episode releasing on National Twin Day, it made me think, oh my gosh, we've never done an episode on the podcast dedicated exclusively to multiples. And I love multiples. I am a mom of multiple multiples. I have a set of quadruplets and a set of twins. And I also have a singleton, which I didn't even know that was a word until I had a set of quadruplets and a set of twins and she needed some sort of an identifier. So we had one baby, then four, and then two. All (laughs) for a while there at seven kids, three and under. Thankfully, they're a little bit older and more manageable at this point. But I wanted to do an episode dedicated to the benefits of the baby-led weaning approach when starting solids if you have twins or triplets or quadruplets or go on from there. 
I don't actually know any quintuplet or beyond families who've done baby led weaning, but I actually know a fair amount of quadruplet families because we kind of have this online network and community supporting each other because from the second you find out you're going to have quadruplets, it's insane. From the second you find out you're going to have a baby, no matter how many are in there, it's insane. And you're looking for ways to make your life easier and baby led weaning helps do that. So in today's episode, I want to cover a couple of reasons why you might consider baby led weaning if you have multiples. And for those of you who are on the fence about it, why you might consider this over conventional adult led spoon feeding. And I want to talk a little bit about time. So we're going to talk about efficiency and independence and how we synchronize mealtimes. I want to talk about physical development, how this approach encourages developmental skills and promotes healthy eating habits. I want to talk a little bit about family bonding and then a couple of considerations that are specific to having multiples and tell you a couple of quick stories from families who have succeeded with baby led weaning for twins, triplets, and quadruplets. Now, when we look at the benefits of the approach, the benefits to the baby led approach, they're not different if you have twins, triplets, or quadruplets. Like these extend across singletons as well. And we've talked a lot about the baby led approach for children that have feeding difficulties also. But when we're talking about time, efficiency, and independence, the baby-led approach promotes self-feeding and the babies feed themselves from the start. And I remember one of the reasons why I was so interested in doing this approach, even though I knew nothing about baby-led weaning when my quadruplets were babies, was because I had struggled so much with spoon-feeding my oldest. And a colleague had told me about baby-led weaning because I was like, I can't spoon-feed the one baby I have at home. Like, how am I going to feed these four babies when they start solid foods? Like, I don't have the physical capacity to spoon-feed four different babies. And so being able to synchronize mealtimes with baby led weaning, the multiples can eat together at the same time, making the mealtime more efficient and more synchronized, saving parents valuable time and streamlining that feeding process. And I know a lot of you with singleton babies are all about the schedule, but I did not have, like I was not a slave to the schedule when I had one baby. But then when I had the four babies, when my other child was one year old, oh my gosh, the schedule was everything. And so being able to save time and everything was on a schedule, baby led weaning just made sense versus like trying to randomly find time to force feed a baby by spoon. With regard to saving resources, the baby led approach can also be more cost effective as you don't have to purchase commercial baby food. You essentially get to a point where your babies are eating modified versions of the same foods that the rest of the family is eating. So not having to buy these commercial baby foods and being able to incorporate foods that your toddler, your partner, yourself are already eating certainly not only saves time, but also saves resources. So I firmly believe that for multiples, the benefits are compounded there with regards to you don't have a lot of time and you don't have a lot of resources. The baby start eating up all of it. Baby led weaning can help you gain some of that back. From a developmental standpoint, we know that baby led weaning helps encourage developmental skills. So it helps support the development of fine motor skills and hand-eye coordination and your baby's ability to chew and learn how to swallow. And so you're watching these milestones simultaneously. And if I can say or share anything from my own personal experience, it was really the knowledge that not all babies get ready to start solid foods at the same time. And I share a story about one of our quadruplets. My quads are three boys and one girl. They were born at 34 weeks gestation. So we waited until they were six months adjusted age. So that means six months plus six weeks because they were born six weeks early. When they were six months old, they were really only physiologically like four and a half month old babies. They were not even sitting up on their own. They were not ready to start solid foods. Fast forward six more weeks when they were seven and a half months age, which was their six month adjusted mark was when they started to sit up on their own. And I waited until all of them were sitting together. And that's, that's my recommendation for family with multiples is that if you want to get them on the same schedule, wait until they're all ready to start. So sometimes you'll have one that's maybe sitting on their own one or two weeks ahead of the other ones. 
if you wanted to start with that one, I mean, you technically could, but babies aren't safe to eat until they are sitting on their own and reach that six month or six month adjusted mark. And I don't like doing different things for different babies. If we're going to do it all together at the same time, we're going to wait. And so I encourage families to do that as well, because one or two extra weeks really isn't a big deal. Now, if one of the babies is significantly developmentally delayed and the other one is typically developing, then yeah, you might have to have different timelines. But if they're both on the same developmental track, then my suggestion is to make your life easier. Start at the same time, start the new foods, mealtime at the same time, move to the new foods, move to the new allergenic foods, do it all on the same schedule. With the baby-led approach, the parents of multiples are watching and witnessing these developmental milestones that are happening simultaneously, theoretically. So with the case of our quadruplets, one of them was just not interested in participating. Even though he could sit on his own, I would sit him at, we had a quadruplet feeding table at the time. So I'd put all four babies in the little table. They have like these little kind of sunken seats that they would sit in. And he would just put his head down, the one. And for the first almost six weeks, he didn't participate in meals. And the other babies were like the same age. Everything else was the same. They were picking up the food. And I remember thinking like, oh, like is something wrong with him? Or, and like, we got to the point where I was like, oh, maybe something is wrong with him. And at this point, I was trying to figure out baby led weaning on my own. And at that time, there was lots of resources about what baby led weaning was, but nothing on like how to do it safely and how to make the foods properly. And I was like, gosh, what am I doing wrong? But the point was, he wasn't even like picking his head up or wanting to touch the food. But at about the six week mark, so when he was nine months chronological age, so seven and a half month adjusted mark was when he first became interested, put his head up and started picking up the foods. He was always a little bit behind his siblings, but he was on a little bit of a different developmental time frame. And it was interesting for me to see like, oh, okay, I was getting to the point where I was going to get worried. But at that point, he showed me that he was ready to eat. And so watching them kind of do things at different phases, it kind of reminded me, gosh, their entire life, they're not all going to do everything exactly the same just because they came out of me all within one minute of each other. So from a developmental standpoint, I like that babies have the opportunity to practice with those fine motor skills. And one thing, those of you who have multiple children who are listening, whether they're born together or not, there's always that underlying feeling you're getting pulled in two or more different directions. Like, am I giving this baby enough attention? Am I spending enough time with this baby? Is this baby getting enough practice with the fine motor skills? And allowing the babies to participate in the full sensory experience that is learning how to eat is so important for them to develop those independent skills. Another thing that I think is especially important for families of multiples is the family bonding that occurs when you undertake a baby-led approach to starting solids. Baby-led weaning encourages a family-centered approach to meals. When you have multiples, you can engage in your twins, your triplets, your quads simultaneously. So because they're the ones essentially doing the work, you're doing the job, you know, you're in charge of what the baby eats and when they eat and where they eat. That's Ellen Satter's division of responsibility in feeding theory, okay? parents and caregivers, you're responsible for what and where and when the baby eats, but the babies are ultimately in charge of how much or even whether they eat. And so when you're sitting there together and you're setting the babies up for success because you took the time to seat them safely, to prepare foods properly, to offer them on a set meal schedule, the baby then will have the opportunity to do their job, which is learning how to eat. And so we know from the family bonding standpoint, this early exposure to a wide variety of foods early on that the greater the number of foods and flavors and tastes and textures that babies have exposure to, the more likely they are to become independent eaters and the less likely they are to be picky eaters. And that's important. The more kids you have, the less capacity you have, certainly, to short order cook for different family members. There's also reduced meal prep stress on the primary meal preparer, which is probably you, the mom. And with the baby-led weaning approach, you're offering age-appropriate foods in a safe format. You don't have to go through all this rigmarole of, of cooking food and then pureeing it and then freezing it. Like you make the food and the whole family can eat it. Okay. And this is really advantageous if you have an already busy schedule. 
I also appreciate the flexible approach to this. So for families, again, I mentioned that sometimes the babies are going to be on different developmental tracks. You might have different modifications of the same food for different babies, but you don't have to go make different food for all of the babies. And then again, that ability to eat together at meals is so important. Babies join in the dining experience with the rest of the family. It's a way for them to bond with their siblings and with their parents and their caregivers. It's helpful for families who want to create that sense of unity during meals. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. A couple of considerations that are specific to multiples. I mentioned earlier that not all babies get ready to start at the same time. Okay, oftentimes we'll see one of the, I work a lot with twins. I've had triplets um, that we've worked with and even baby quadruplets other than my own quadruplets, but twins, certainly the most numerous. And the two babies will be getting ready to start solid foods and the mom will show me, listen, one of the babies is sitting up and the other one is not. As I mentioned previously, babies aren't safe to start solid foods until they're sitting on their own. And so if you think they're gonna be close with regards to when they're sitting together, my suggestion is to wait and start and start the foods at the same time so that you know, and you can check it off. If you have my 100 first foods list, sometimes the parents who print two copies of it, well, one for one twin and one for the other, but a lot of families just end up with one and the babies are eating the same thing every day. So one of the 100 first foods list, like they know, okay, today we started with avocado, then we did banana, then we did sweet potato, then we did lamb, then we did egg. And every day, one new food a day, which is perfectly safe, both of the babies or all three or four or whatever are having the same food and you can check those off as you go. Another consideration is that babies will oftentimes flip-flop in their ability and their eagerness to eat when they're in pairs or triplets, quadruplets, et cetera. So I give the example of my twins who were born when my quadruplets were about a year, they just turned two. And when we started solid foods, the quadruplets were two and a half and they were, they were unruly as two and a half year olds are want to be, especially when three of them are boys. And I remember being so stressed out because like the quads would be making so much noise. And at that point I was teaching baby led weaning full time because with the quadruplets, we realized before they had turned one that they had eaten a hundred different foods with baby led weaning. And I was like, I was already a dietitian. I said, this is, I mean, monumental with the conventional adult led approach. Most babies have only had 10 or 12, sometimes 15 foods if they've been spoon fed by the time they turn one. And here are the quadruplets who, by the way, started six weeks after like late because of their adjusted age still ate over 100 foods before the time they turned one. And it was such a transformative experience for our family that I decided to shift the entire focus of my nutrition career and do baby-led weaning and teach it exclusively. So by the time my twins were born, I had already had my 100 first foods approach, was kind of molding it into a program. We were having uh, other families test it out. 
And I was working full-time in the baby-led weaning space. So when the twins came ready to start, I was like, I'm definitely going to fine-tune, tweak that 100 First Foods approach. I'd learned a lot more about safe food preparation, created a lot of different techniques by that point, kind of tried it out on them and then rolled it out. And it has actually already had been um, a program that families around the world were using. And with the twins, I remember, I have boy-girl twins. The girl started out much stronger. She was much more interested in food. She was doing better with the textures. She was gagging less. Not that that necessarily matters, but like she was more into it. She was getting more exposures and she was spending more time at each meal. So her gagging became less frequent and less intense more quickly than her brother. And then at around the 10-month mark, she started to have some really severe constipation. And she also had her 12-month mark, or her appointment had had a low hemoglobin level and she wasn't eating as well. And I was a little bit concerned about her and noticed, oh my gosh, her brother is actually the one who's eating so much better. To the point where like sometimes, and this happens with multiples, they will reach for and steal each other's food. Like I would turn around and turn back and like the boy had reached over and stolen the food from her. So sometimes you do need to separate the multiples a little bit because one will steal food from the other, which I guess isn't the end of the world. But I was really trying to focus on her and managing her constipation and which was kind of preventing her from eating well, which in turn was preventing her from eating iron-rich foods which was part of why I actually declined the pediatrician's recommendation to start on iron pills because I didn't want to further constipate her. So we did a really food-focused, iron-food-first approach for a couple of weeks, pretty intensely with her. It did help get her hemoglobin levels back up. The constipation did resolve on its own, and she went back to eating fairly well. But then from then on, like her brother was always eating more. And to this point, they're in kindergarten now. And the boy, he's as big as my quadruplets who are in second grade. So people look at him and think that they're four boy quadruplets and she's normal sized for kindergarten. He's just always eaten more than her. But I always remind them when you guys started out, she actually ate more than you. So they'll flip flop back and forth and you might have that experience with your multiples as well. And then regarding the babies reaching for the other foods, one of our babysitters who was just an absolute lifesaver when the quadruplets were young, she was in high school. I think I met her on Instagram, which sounds so weird to say now, but it's like back in the early days of Instagram where it's like, sure, you're 16. Well, right, also help me with the babies. She went to a school where she only went in person a couple of days a week, like even pre-pandemic. So she could come over during the workday and help me, which was like amazing. And she's now graduated from college, getting ready for graduate school. She still sits for us on occasion if we go out of town, but she last summer got hooked up with a triplet family in our town. And so she's like, I had experience with quadruplets. So like getting the job, watching the triplets was no big deal. She started solid foods with them. She did baby led weaning. It was a, a, the, the triplets, both of their moms worked full time and they like gave her carte blanche to do baby led weaning and hundred first foods. And for me to work with them as well, it was so fun to like have all these triplet babies over and watching them steal each other's food was amazing. I mean, they were just little thieves. And they had had a, I mentioned the quadruplet table. They had had a triplet table hand-me-down. So these tables, if you look in like a preschool supply company, it's where I got my quadruplet table from. They sell these tables where you can put a bunch of babies in at once. And then traditionally in, in daycare, they'll like spoon feed the babies that way or in preschool, the, the kids will eat themselves. The quadruplet table we had, we got off a preschool supply store. The triplets that we, my babysitter was working with and I in turn was working with, they had a handmade triplet table that someone had handed down. So it was like a straight line with the three babies together and you can't move them. Like some of the other families I've worked with, they use four separate high chairs. You can physically move the high chair away to keep the babies away from each other and not in a twin triplet or quadruplet feeding table. I do want to mention the tables because I get lots of questions from parents of multiples. Like, are they safe? Knowing now what I know, I would not have used a quadruplet table in the way that I used it for my own quads. The problem being that you drop the babies in these little buckets and basically their legs are dangling. So they're not having their feet resting flat on a solid footplate. 
with the triplets that we were working with, we just did a modification where because it was a straight line triplet table, so three babies in in a row, we got a foldable bench just from Home Depot. And I brought it to their house, like measured, got the right size, put the bench underneath their feet, underneath the triplet table. So their little dangling feet would then rest flat on the folding bench. They were kind of different heights. So we had to add like a book for one of them, which you just secure with a bungee cord, but it's a really easy fix. So I would have done some sort of modification like that for the quadruplet table that I had if I had to do it all again. And we actually passed our quadruplet table down. There was another family in San Diego who had quadruplets when my babies were about one and a half. So as they were growing out of the quadruplet table, I which was large, I gifted it to her. Oh my gosh, you guys, this quadruplet table was like the bane of my husband's existence for a while. Because when I started teaching baby led weaning full-time, I was doing a lot of traditional media. So like going to news stations and showing how the babies ate and explaining the 100 First Foods approach and showing how you make food safe. We would drive, we have a sprinter van. <laughs> we would drive all the babies, uh, the babysitter would come with me. And sometimes my aunt would come as well just to help like baby management. We'd get to the studio. My Also my older daughter wasn't even in preschool then. So we'd take her. I think the twins were infants sometimes. I don't know. There was a lot of babies and we would get to the TV station and my husband would bring the quadruplet table and the techs at the station like thought it was so funny because he would like take it out of the van, like bring it into the studio and we'd set it up. But the visual again there of all four babies eating at once was really stunning, especially on TV, like seeing them pick the foods up and feed themselves. But I look back now and I cringe because I see their little dangling legs and knowing so much more now and we do know more about the benefits of having their feet resting flat on a solid foot plate. I would have done a modification of that. So just kind of a tangent. And then my sister actually had twins that are the same age as my quadruplets. They're all in the same class. And they had a twin feeding table too. And one thing she absolutely loved about that was that it was so easy to clean up. You just take the little seats out. You just clean the table once instead of having to clean two or three or however many different high chairs. So I think um, the table can work if you have a footrest kind of modification that you do at home. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. As far as the other high chairs, I know the Nomi high chairs are very popular. The Trip Trap chairs, those are the two brands that I work with the most. I don't know if you guys know Lindsay Hay from Instagram. Um, she is a real life friend of mine and quadruplet mom. She's in Florida now. When they, the babies were starting solid foods, her quadruplets, they were in New Jersey at the time. And she had a setup with four different Nomi's. I never did that. Like she started right with the Nomi's. I think they had like a space consideration situation where like the Trip Trap and the Nomi are smaller footprint high chairs. So they're going to not take up your entire dining room if you're feeding multiple babies. So I like them for that regard. And then when we graduated out of the quadruplet table, then we used an oval-shaped table and all my kids were in trip traps around that. And I had seven different trip traps around that. Again, because the footprint is so small, you can get a lot of those chairs together. So that's uh, two of the reasons why I really like those high chairs. And I'll link both of those high chairs, both the Nomi high chair and the trip trap high chair. I think they're Really, really good investments, whether you're dealing with one or multiple babies, because they grow with your child. Both of those chairs were developed by the same designer. They both have adjustable seats and adjustable foot plates. So again, my kids are all school age. We have seven Nomi's as well. Those were gifted by the brand. I do want to mention that. We use those for 
our dining room nook table. And then my kids use the trip traps for their homework, which is fantastic at a different table. So that the feet resting flat, which is so important for the safe swallow when your babies are little, continues to be important for toddlers and school-age children as far as safe swallow, but also when they start schoolwork. Having their feet resting on that foot plate really helps reduce fidgeting and helps them focus and concentrate. And so that's been kind of a godsend for us as we move into the homework years. So thank you to the triplets mom who contributed and their babysitter, uh, Corey, a little bit to this. And Corey contributed a lot of great stuff to this episode because she's had experience now feeding twins, feeding triplets, feeding quadruplets. And she said, because I asked her to, you know, can you write up just your assumptions or what you think about baby led weaning now that you've worked with so many multiples? And she said, feeding so many babies at one time, I honestly don't think that any other option than baby led weaning would have worked. When I was working with the triplets, they could all feed at the same time, which was huge because it kept them on the same schedule, which is so important for multiples. And Corey appreciated that she could prep the foods ahead of time, often during their naps, and then having the food made and ready to go makes all the difference. And Corey actually followed our 100 First Foods daily meal plan, where there's five new foods that we introduce each week. She would get them on the weekend, prep them on Monday, and then have the food ready for the whole week. And she said also didn't take very long for the triplets to start enjoy eating and trying new foods. They pretty much ate everything I made them, and I loved that. It made the daunting task of feeding three babies at once so much more doable and stress-free, but it also exposed them to so many different tastes and textures early, and now even past one year of age, they are still amazing eaters. Another thing that Corey mentioned was that the baby-led weaning approach was so nice for the parents that she was working for because these moms had seven kids. They had three older siblings and the four babies. There was literally no room for short-order cooking. So with baby-led weaning, she pointed out that the babies were very quickly able to eat the same foods that the rest of the family was eating. And she said, overall, there are so many benefits that baby-led weaning has provided for this family with triplets that I worked with, and I totally agree with her. So if you guys are considering this for twins, triplets, quadruplets, I'd love to hear from you and how it's going. You can always DM me on Instagram. I'm at babyledweanteam. I'll link up a couple of resources that I think are super helpful. One thing I forgot to add is that with the multiples, especially with twins, if you get a big splash mat, you can get away with one splash mat under both of the high chairs. And I know for our twins, we use the Bapron baby splash mats. They're really big. It's a waterproof, very thin, lightweight material you put underneath the high chair. So if the food drops on the floor, you can pick it up from the clean splash mat and recycle it back up to your baby's mat or bowl. And those were wonderful. I only had to have one because it was so big and fit under both of their high chairs. And if you want to check out the Baprint Baby products, I have an affiliate discount code Katie10, works for 10% off at BaprintBaby.com. And also those splash mats are available on the Easy Peasy website. And the same code Katie10 works for 10% off at EasyPeasyFun.com. So good luck feeding all the babies out there. If you need some inspiration or you need me to help you get off the fence and do baby led weaning for twins, triplets, and quads, send me a DM and I'll share as much as I can about feeding multiple babies using the baby led weaning approach. Thank you to our partners at Airwave Media. If you guys like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, check out some of the podcasts from Airwave. We're online at blwpodcast.com. The show notes for this page are at blwpodcast.com forward slash 393. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. 